Box out of them. Box out of them. Box out of them. Online community. Radio community. Online community. Keep it locked. What's up, people? What's happening? Cheers. We're here with Death by Fungi and Pacifist. Good afternoon to you all. Warm syrupy monsoon air in Delhi. Bombay Hardcore represent Rashank, Hi. Apoor, and Siddharth. So let's go, let's go back to the beginning. I mean, who do we start with? Death by Fungi? How did you? The OG. The OG is actually the, the right. Senior band. How did, how did you guys start? Um, so I used to lie to everyone in high school and tell people I had a band, but I used to play all the instruments. <laughs> And then I did like two demos and I told everyone that, oh, dude, this is my band. Then we found Ariman Chatterjee to play drums. Kamran Raza played bass then and we played a few shows and we've just been doing that since. Yeah. yeah and what about Pacifist, man? Um, actually, let's say answer this one. Yeah, like it's like we started jamming like two years ago. Uh, and it was just like a three-piece outfit when we started out and uh, I was playing guitars and doing vocals then I only could get so far then uh, Apoor joined in uh, we like you know there were demos we scrapped a lot of material wrote like wrote rewrote a lot of stuff and then we got the four songs ready for this EP and yeah ever since like the last year and a half I think with Apoor we've been like doing this so it's pretty good so I mean, just for you guys, has it been like a hard journey just to bring the initial idea of this this entire concept, like just like hardcore, just already being an alien thing in the scene, and on top of that, bringing this into fru- fruition, and you know, mm-hmm. having an entire ensemble of people playing this music and everybody being on the same page. Right. Uh, I think like the main thing would be just to have more people pay attention to like music in general uh, regardless of genre people are not really tuning into your releases paying attention to these things uh, and a lot of people just are into the live aspect i feel they just want to come up uh, come for a show see if you guys are fun and then maybe if they like your band enough they might you know support you buy merch or check your record out or whatever so i think i think that's like the thing the more shows we play and that's the aim right we're playing more shows so like you know more people check us out yeah anything you want to add yeah what is the question i mean just oh the hardcore yeah just breaking through i mean your shell and yeah i think the first band that did that was like the right peddlers because um they they were just the only like hardcore band the only actual punk rock right Arun, 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 Arun Singh, Ravi, Ashwin Dutt and Animesh um, and um, so they were doing this like without any support and I think they got kind of pissed, pissed about it and then they stopped um, the Bombay scene like I feel doesn't have a sound like I know there's that um, stereotype that you know Bombay is into gent and stuff but I think the Bombay scene is more just whatever whatever you throw at it like people will like just like kind of absorb I thought, it I thought that was the Delhi stereotype man all this was India stereotype because it was a trend right but I think it's, it's died like people have moved on to like you know doing other things yeah so I mean like 
that sound like bombay having its own sound thing is like it, it used to be a thing like you know when people were doing that whole program drums and seven string guitar kind of uh, production style but i think people have moved past that like now and i think they they're looking for something to break through the clutter i guess yeah so that's that's important definitely i've been seeing that i mean recently i don't like the last wave was gent and these days it's stuff like plenty and all these bands yeah, yeah. Where, your where it's just like instrumental virtuous guitar so, rock yeah. yeah say something about this yeah that by fungi played on a lineup with um four other like prog plenty like that scene yeah. and it ranged everything from like proggy metalcore to like straight up just like plenty prog rock get our stuff uh, i don't know bombay has like this weird thing where I think it's also an Indian culture thing because I remember when I was younger, like all the kids, like I guess to impress their dads and stuff, wanted to play like all the scales like really well and be super good at guitar. Really <laughs> oh, dude, no, dads hella care about this. They're like, look at my son, he can play the Carnatic scale. Ah, khelo na wo Punjabi geet. Like, this didn't happen to you, dude. No, my dad didn't care. So, yeah, but uh, what were you talking about? Plenty. Oh yeah. yeah. Play yeah, I don't know. Rock. Instrumental rock. Instrumental yeah. rock being the new yeah, wave. It's not even instrumental. Like, it mostly it's is. It's more like virtuosic, like yeah. shred. I don't know. Not even that. It's like we regressed back to shred music in Bombay. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So, how's the tour been so far? Like, it's just—is this your first stop at the North Indian tour? But you guys played at played in Bangalore. Like, different. points of time yeah yeah so i think that by, i mean that by fungi played some shows yeah. in hyderabad yeah. and bangalore and pacifist played like a while back like a couple June, yeah. yeah but yeah this is the first like last night was the first uh, okay, gig from this tour as a band. Mm-hmm. yeah we've not gigged together before this. <laughs> yeah we've like thought about that a lot yeah. but it's yeah. never happened but yeah so chandi uh, sorry delhi was the first gig from this tour and then it was crazy Yeah, it was it was totally crazy, dude. By the end of the yeah. night, I mean you were there. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, you guys missed out. Fucking yeah. crazy mosh pits breaking and <laughs> yeah. beer bottles flying around. Sid was like stage diving. I, I I I've never st- stage dived ever, and it happened at the at like a death by fungi. I said like pro, full power. In, <laughs> invite only stage diving. <laughs> invite only. <laughs> But like everyone's invited to stage dive without invitation. Yeah, sure like don't. I don't have to say it. No, wait, wait. I will say this. In Bangalore, there were two people who were just instinctively stage diving. Like I would play. I saw two people jump up and jump down. People were like hardcore dancing, and that's what I really liked about Bangalore. Because people over there know their genres, and all of the kids who came. So we were playing with imagination, haiku like imagination, and orchid. So those are also kind of like post hardcore mathcore bands. So everyone who came to the show was pretty much expecting that. So people were like hardcore dancing. They were super into like, you know, a lot of Dillinger Escape Plan T-shirts and stuff. So it was like, yeah, I would rather play to these people than like, yeah, there there was Gent boys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there was this guy last night at the show in the Dillinger Escape Plan T-shirt who kept on requesting endless rain. Oh, that is the guy. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Sounds, that sounds, yeah. sounds nothing like the Dillinger Escape Plan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess he was a poser. No, he was cool. No offense. So yeah, these guys are going going to hit up Dehradun, Chandigarh next two shows. Yep. Yep. And excited? Yeah, we're actually really stoked, especially because they're like uh, they're quite like DIY shows. And very unconventional. Yeah, very unconventional and like extremely DIY, and that's definitely like. sort of like the common thread between these two bands like even though we are like under the bombay hardcore like 
banner or whatever like the music is quite different and we're like very different bands yeah very different but i think diy and the whole sort of uh the way we approach it is like the common thing between our two bands so like we're really stoked for these shows and honestly like i don't know when else we'd get a chance to play in chandigarh or yeah, dehradun so we just had to do it yeah, we're really stoked yeah uncharted ta- territory yeah yeah man. i think for all of us it's like yeah, com- yeah. completely like a lot yeah. of people are very curious to know like you know uh like they're really curious to know like what how the shows are going to be yeah we're all really curious like. yeah exactly uh, <laughs> like because i don't think bands take chances they don't take risks enough uh and i think that it means a lot to like you know trust you know, and you know just attempt doing something like that yeah. and you know just hope for the best because sometimes uh, people like their egos are affected a lot by just seeing like turnouts and uh, i won't play to a crowd of 10 people or whatever like that's this is something that's like, like you know uh, teach you a lesson or two i think about like just getting getting, getting your getting people standing in front of you involved like they need to care yeah. and like and it only comes across if you're going to be honest and like you know you know very true to you know um, yeah man half the time the problem for me is like i just can't even blast in a private space you know and just like fucking crank shit up so yeah. i i played like an empty room in bangalore like ha 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 the people but they left like i think they got too disturbed or whatever right, but right. yeah they left so it was just me screaming by myself <laughs> in an empty room for an entire hour which was sick though like you don't get to do that yeah, yeah you intimidated them dude you showed them that crazy place. studio with like yeah black walls and i was like yeah this is the, this is the fucking room i want <laughs> We also like uh, shout out to Rana and reproduce because like I don't literally don't know anyone else who could like make these shows happen in places like Chandigarh and Dehradun. Yeah. Definitely. And man. when we say DIY it's like extremely DIY in the sense that like we've literally we've like carried cables. like mics and cables from Bombay and stuff like that drum so equipment. yeah drum equipment and everything so I think uh, it'll be fun. It's also it's so DIY. It's so DIY. We're playing at um, Auto Repair Shop in Chandigarh. <laughs> and my hopes are that there's at least one Fortuner and one Mustang <laughs> next to the stage. And if that doesn't happen, I will be so sad. Yeah, I'm going to tell Rana to like hook that up. Rishang will cut a music video for Death by Fungi then. With like SUVs and shit. Definitely with a fucking Fortuner. Fortuner can there. Rishang loves Fortuners by the way. <laughs> Fun them. fact. Hmm. It's just my hip hop project. Shocking. Like, oh yeah. Oriented. It's his new scene with his new hip hop project. I'm quitting hardcore to do hip hop. He's Rashank is making beats now and rapping. Definitely, man. That's that's all, that's the it's wagon the, everybody has <laughs> yeah. to ride. Yeah. We got a cash in on the hip hop boom. Yeah. You gotta pay that um, guitar pedal money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. I've been thinking a while about this. Like, I mean, I'm pretty sure everybody is, but like. It's been a while since the band model has kind of died out in the scene. Mm. I mean, what's your take on it? It's like is is this DIY approach sustainable? How long can a band go on with yeah. this DIY approach without there being some <laughs> sort of you know financial returns or something? Right. I mean, because right. bands can't run in loss for long. Right. I mean, I think it just has to do with like what people are doing in college and like you know when they're young uh like i i mean i can speak for myself like there were magazines to read and follow and like you know there were active communities on say sites like orkut or facebook uh and uh, like being in a band was a thing in college at, like at least back in those days uh i mean i saw probably the end of it because 
the whole college competition rock thing died like a good 2 3 years after i was into like band yeah, culture exactly. but then i mean and it died for a good reason i think but at the same time you know i think people just quit doing these things in college and that's probably like the most central thing to just having more musicians to uh, attempt you know making music original music whatever style or you know genre i mean that's my take on things yeah also like i feel like um, there's not any like there's not like a generic model for <laughs> bands anymore like mm. it's just like every band just kind of like finds their own way you know so like some bands can find like bigger club shows that like pay them well and they can make that happen mm. like for us it's we all sort of like do i mean vaguely music related jobs that like pay us and we sort of like invest the money in the band and like try yeah. to break even like that's our thing right now yeah. but yeah i don't know about sustainability i think we just got to keep doing it and like i guess if you'd like reach out to enough people maybe it will become sustainable like yeah it's all about um working with you know like minded people who want to see music in general succeed yeah. like like rana for example like yeah. um i think diy gigs are definitely more sustainable than like at least like the kind of gigs i saw in bombay in like 2012 2013 there were like independent bands but you know shows with like hello sponsors um like nice big venues that yeah. died out like that cuz that yeah, whole crowd went to like comedy and yeah. hip hop yeah, i guess that's the so it's surprising how that ends quicker than like diy you know like diy yeah. shows like always go diy on, like, shows like there's always always happening yeah. like even like i'd say in that time period and even like through the early 2000s like diy was happening yeah. so now like <laughs> I think like the older we get and like the more music like not more music but the more years we're a band it kind of becomes more sustainable. Yeah. Like now like like I wouldn't I would I wouldn't think that you know I would be able to like break even going to South India and stuff. I was like I'm definitely going to lose hella money for that. But like after like doing it a while it's like it becomes like oh this is more sustainable now. Yeah. And also like uh you know having other musicians and other people help you and you like extending the same help to other musicians cuz when you have a community of people doing something i think that's when yeah. it can happen i i don't think that introvert metalhead has his own best mm-hmm. interested by like whether you're an introvert yeah. or whatever but like you got to put in some work rely on community and yeah yeah and put good work good work exactly yeah, work ethic exactly and on top of that you know these gatekeepers in the scene or whatever yeah. call yeah. them they jokers dude <laughs> <laughs> so i mean right now so we, we can vocalize through social media or whatever but back in the day i'm pretty sure tons of bands just got ripped off man multiple times right yeah it, it, that would just be the case i mean there were a bunch of tribute gigs in delhi where i don't know bouncers beat up these guys for a linkin park yeah. tribute and shit like that yeah So so I mean yeah that can't happen anymore I yeah. guess thankfully for sure that's one good thing I mean yeah of course consistency is key man yeah okay away from all the politics and the banter <laughs> but that uh, what about the new releases man what what's the concept what's the idea behind them how is it different this time go for it so that by fungi just put out this ep called um die in bombay which has two new songs and two songs that were remixed and remastered and reamped um from our first release which was our self titled ep and um so i i don't know um uh, i think like what i felt like is now we have a sound and like a way of songwriting that you know we we can do on our own 
for this it was always like i would listen to like a convert song and like come up with this riff oh dude yeah, i should totally write this convert style song or i would be, like listen to a glass jaw song and i'm like oh i got to have this glass jaw riff in there but now it's just like riffs and uh, drama arimon just plays and yeah. like it probably isn't completely unique or <laughs> mean nothing can be maybe but i like to think it's something that we've uh, reached it's like weird math core meets skate skatey math core <laughs> skate skate no math skate grind <laughs> that's our genre <laughs> math skate grind bombay math skate grind i think it's easier for us we just like a post hardcore band yeah yeah straight up but yeah. uh sid will tell you about the album <laughs> yeah i mean like uh, so- sonically like i think we because post hardcore has existed for such a long time it's such a wide uh, palette of sounds mm. for the genre so i mean like that gives us room to also experiment a lot with our music like the new music that's coming out uh, uh, apart from like grayscale dreams is very different uh, from like what was done on the ep but the ep conceptually like you know uh, it's it's kind of like a cousin to like you know dead by fungi's uh, dying bombay like uh, in the sense grayscale dreams is also related to you know uh, life in bombay as a broad theme but No, but it's not like a concept album or anything like that it's just like it's got a theme that's under like an undercurrent uh and st- the most strongest on the uh, the title track on the ep so grayscale dreams is about like you know the whole illusion of how a city is said to be like the city of dreams but all it does is like you know take advantage of people and make them desperate and like you know just uh yeah it's it's just like a shit hole <laughs> in in a nutshell that's like the com- compressed version of it <laughs> that's every city <laughs> yeah it's every city and like um i don't know um, like you were saying like that that bombay thing it's like it's a chaotic city like lots of just stuff happening so like i don't know we can we could only write chaotic music about it i don't know i knew a few singer songwriters that would like write songs like monsoons in bombay i'm like really that's what you see in the chaos like not, uh, the, not the floods and yeah, the people dying, dying. Yeah, exactly. and we were just like that's messed up man Jeez. I mean, it's cool to like still like enjoy the monsoon, but like you can't completely <laughs> ignore like yeah. how fucked up Someone it is. Someone has to speak about these things. Also. Yeah. Let them do the the monsoons and make me. All of them are doing it, dude. I've been to so many singer-songwriter gigs by accident where like the guy'll be like, oh, "I wrote this song when it was raining outside one day, and I was at home with my cat, and my cat looked at me, and I could see this sense of desperation in his eyes." Anyway, this song sounds like uh, bad John Mayer. <laughs> that's going to get all the love man <laughs> yeah that's the way to do it bad john mayer bad john <laughs> i don't even know what the genre is at this point oh it's just this 2007 vh1 model i don't know this these boniva oh, yeah. ripoffs that is actually super good like there's some thought put into it yeah Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just Bonnie the copycats. Oh, copycats, yeah. I yeah, don't yeah. know. There, there are a bunch of bands that did did a whole country and that those vocals, man. I hate those kind of fucking vocals. Yeah, and it's like, also like so like it doesn't work for Indian art. I mean, I don't know. It's just like it's a bit weird. Like it, there's like no sort of like context fake. to any of that music in India. I guess I don't know. Uh, yeah. What what have you guys been listening to though recently? What's what's been up on your deck or your Spotify? Uh I'm like listening to a lot of Mad Villain and Madlib. Uh yeah. um heavy music. Uh 
like I just listen to grindcore, dude. Like I've kind of like devolved into like not listening to hardcore or anything. Just uh, a souk, like every day from morning to night. Um, like a souk. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's a souk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Sid, you're ruining the interview, dude. <laughs> I've been listening to a lot of Quasimodo also. Like, yeah. I don't know, we've been on the same trip. But also, <coughs> I've been listening to this Calculator album a lot. Oh, yeah. They're a sick band. That's his favorite. Also, 10 Grand is like, I don't know, I like keep going back to that album, that band and that album. What about you? Um, I think the heaviest played thing that I heard recently was like this... Uh, album by this band called far uh water and solutions it's like yeah. this yeah it, it's a it's an interesting record because i think it takes the best things from the 90s era of like you know uh music in general like it, it has everything from like post hardcore influences to like you know uh emo and uh, like it, it actually encapsulates a lot of that with like alternative music and uh, all like you know even alternative metal you could say like it came around the time like you know of b- between bands like helmet and quicksand and stuff uh, pretty interesting and i think it laid the foundation for a, for the deftones so i i love love making those connections it's it's a lot yeah, of fun definitely man cuz i've been thinking about this too like th- there's this whole quality to the entire post grunge or even Th- mm-hmm. the time around that from Jane's Addiction and further mm-hmm. on where the whole 90s sound like when you listen to it now in retrospect it's very that has that nostalgic value to it because you grew up with that music yeah. being around you and everything like even from somebody so mainstream as like fucking Pearl Jam for that matter mm-hmm. it, it it has that quality even bands like Sunny Day Real Estate yeah exactly yeah. They, they have that absolutely yeah. I, yeah I don't know how they fucking channel that though yeah. right I think it was kind of a somewhat of the production techniques um, that they have like that same like punchy drum yeah. sound uh, like yeah, super fuzzed out real sounding drums and um, I I actually like I don't mean to sound like a hipster but I feel like the 90s era production that like you would see on like a vision of disorder record <laughs> or something I don't think it can get better than that for like heavy music like after that, like, it would get more and more clean and then it doesn't sound like you're in front of the band listening to it. It sounds like you're listening to the DI from, like, a live show. What played. do you feel about Knock Loose? So, Knock Loose and stuff are cool, dude. It's not something they're, I listen to much. Like, now they're going to be, like, the next new, like, fad. Yeah, it's like, like after Code Orange. It's just this tough guy hardcore thing that, like, all the hardcore meatheads want, like, a tough guy band. Uh-huh. Because now hardcore is all about, you know, confronting your emotions uh-huh. and being a good person. So all these meatheads are like, nah, I want to <laughs> I wanna punch someone. Hardcore <laughs> dancing is cool, but crowd killing? Crowd killing. Not about that. Mm. Like, people walk up to a person and just punch them. They're like, oh, you were on the edge of the pit, bro. Don't stand here if you don't want to get assaulted. Mm. <laughs> Fuck that. That sucks. Yeah, this is all the... Uh, this is hardcore lineup, right? Like, <laughs> But has something like this happened? Like, with... Uh, specifically with Knock Loose? I don't know. Uh-huh. With Knock Loose. But there was some metallic hardcore s- uh-huh. set where this woman was like... Just fucking assaulted by this uh, guy. Like, very, very violently. And she actually, like... She mm-hmm. was bankrupted in paying for the medical bills, bills. after that. He uh-huh. had, like, shattered, like, 
a lot of bones in her skull right. um in her neck and stuff too like that's Fuck. messed up dude and mm-hmm. i don't know yeah i don't know if we're into like that yeah, that's that's a deviant fucking but dude for a long time like it was like super common like you wouldn't see it happening much in the 90s like mm-hmm. the 90s was more hardcore dancing normal pitch push yeah. pits yeah, uh, yeah. circle pits whatever yeah. and then like mid 2000s suddenly became about like straight up punching people mm-hmm. and people like try to defend that i don't mm-hmm. i don't know if that's cool dude like i totally understand like the oh the mosh area don't stand in the middle of the mosh pit if mm-hmm. you don't like Yeah. want to get pushed but yeah. you don't have to worry about you know standing on the side of the show and having some guy just right swinging his yeah. <laughs> arms into you yeah it's, it's insane yeah cuz all these shows that this is hardcore the band hits the first note and everybody's like a spinning swastika man in all directions you know punching each other like mm-hmm. I, metalheads have been yeah push pit boys yeah yeah quite yeah so people like if you if you just like give them like a like let's do this now and like you know I remember at the first and at 7 Megadeth played there were like five circle pits and me being skinny as fuck I was just like a handkerchief in a washing machine by that point dude I was just like everywhere fuck pushed it out yeah I couldn't even see fucking Dave Mustaine it's not a loss dude shout out to Dave Mustaine he just got cancer though yeah man yeah dude don't smoke so many cigarettes yeah dude <laughs> so yeah what are the future plans guys where where are we taking this where are we taking bombay hardcore and where more cities to more cities yeah. um i'm not sure about bombay hardcore like that term yeah, has sort of like uh, taken yeah. a life of its own yeah, yeah, but as far as the band goes like we have a bunch of like we have some plans like we're recording a couple yeah, songs yeah. yeah and then we're actually like really stoked to like put out like a full length because i feel like that's something that like a lot of indian bands like never yeah, get to that india point 2020. india 2020 india 2020 yes that's the superpower that we're super <laughs> yeah it's going to be the pacifist full length <laughs> it's going to make india a superpower but <laughs> yeah we're actually stoked to record we're recording like two new songs uh like and we'll pro- like definitely put them out like this year so we're pretty stoked on that and we really want to like play like more cities that like don't usually like get, get yeah, yeah yeah so i think that'll be later this year like towards the end of this year what were you guys full length <laughs> yeah we're trying to get a full length done because we have like a lot of eps and four song records mm. so i would want to do a full length with that and then see if there's some other hardcore bands in india that will put out records <laughs> yeah. increase the scene for us so when we decide to play again it's cool though like there's actually like couple people in bombay who are like looking to form hardcore, hardcore bands, bands. Like, they've yeah. been messaging us to like yeah. have them with people they can play with and stuff so i think that's great to like that's actually happening and yeah we're like really happy to like fucking help out with any of that and like again like he said like it's not we don't want it to just be like a bombay hardcore thing that's just like what i did when i was like 
16 because <laughs> I was like printing stickers. And I was like, oh, everyone puts, every hardcore band like reps this city. I should do that. Yeah. Like even Converge, like Salem hardcore. I'm yeah, like, yeah, if Converge yeah. is doing it, <laughs> I need to do it. And so I just did that. And then people are all like, oh, dude, uh, Bombay hardcore. Like, just, just listen to it, dude. Don't talk about it that much. I think it's just good PR for us. <laughs> it's good PR, yeah. yeah. Like, I don't know, someone asked me, so dude, how did this Bombay hardcore sound, you know, develop, bro? I'm like, I don't think it's, like, developed. Yeah, and honestly, if there is an answer to that, that's just, like, the limitations of what we have. Yeah. Like, that's basically the sound. It's like, because we have... Made it, yeah. yeah, so Rashank and I have this space that we, like, do a lot of, like, uh, recording and stuff in. And it's just, like, we're quite limited by the gear we have. So, like, the it, uh, the sound is basically the best we can get out of, like, what we have. So, like, and it's in that sense, it has its own sound. Yeah. But yeah. But if you just compare, like you know, uh, so the Death by Fungi EP, uh, the Pacifist EP, and the False Flag both EPs have all been recorded in the same space. Dirge. Dirge. And and so and so is the Dirge album. Yeah. Yeah. Even that's been recorded, and there are more things in the pipeline that will come out from the same place. So I don't think, like you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's uh, okay. Don't say. It's pretty. Let's not say. Let's not yeah, say. but it's like pretty versatile. Like, in the sense, that's because, like, you know, there isn't a sound that Apoorv, as a producer, has made for Bombay Hardcore because he has produced the three bands that we were speaking of. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, like, it, it all boils down to how, uh, you know, ingenuine you are with, sorry, uh, ingenious you are with your uh, setup and your yeah. resources. Yeah. And I think Apoorv puts it to, like, really good use. And yeah. like, I I think and none of us really want like a, a very dedicated hardcore scene because then we'll have like the beat down bands and we'll have this <laughs> and that. We would rather just have like a forward thinking, like punk inspired heavy scene. Kind of like we would consider Orchid, you know, to be in yeah, the they're, same they're vein insane. of thought, like the same best. vein of music as us and the best, I guess, from yeah, yeah. the whole bands. Like we, they're like the best band ever, dude. <laughs> um, Orchid from Bangalore yep. collection. Absolutely. Um, yeah, and like even like bands, they just want to like do noise rock, post hardcore, hardcore. I don't know, skate park, anything yeah. basically. <laughs> At this point, it's like if you're interested in this in this music, just go do it because that's like what all of us did. We were like, oh, we we initially like I was like, oh, I have no uh, members. Well, go find them. I mean, go do it. Like that's it. You just have to go do it, and I hope more people do it soon, yeah. um, so that our shows become more sustainable. So that we can have more more musicians in our shows. More mics. <laughs> yeah. More guitars. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Cool. Shout out to Dirge and False Flag, man. Yep. Yeah. Never imagined there'd be a sludge doom band and right. a, a scrams band. Yeah, yeah, it's happening, it's happening. Both those bands are too good. We love Very them. innovative and fresh sounds from me. I mean, even you guys for that matter, because when I was into post-hardcore, hardcore, I never imagined, like, I, I thought, like, India was just stuck on that breakdown-oriented yeah. metal core loop, and we were never actually, it was just and those riffs, and that's that's all there there was to it. But, yeah, it's it's amazing, man. That Thanks, man. You guys, you guys are here. Thank you, thank you. Also, you guys have had a bunch of side projects. Yeah, I mean... I got to know this guy because he did Artifacts Aslam. <laughs> um, so we're not totally sure about the members of Artifacts Aslam. It's still kind of uh, 
disputed but apparently <laughs> apparently it's like a cross border like some members from Pakistan and some from India and they make like grindcore fast fast core that's the genre it's called fast core it's like just hardcore that's very fast <laughs> and uh, sadly the band had to leave the name Atifex Aslam behind because uh, we were getting a lot of messages from like pissed off Atif Aslam fans <laughs> And then it destroyed our Facebook page reach because But they were all like now actually like Atif Aslam fans. fans. On and um, you're still on Bandcamp, no? Yeah, it's still on Bandcamp. Bandcamp. So mm. that's changing name. There'll be a new record out soon. And uh, I have this uh, hipster shoegaze uh, band called Little Whales. You, you, you. Yeah, yeah, like. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, some, someone called us hipster shoegaze, and since then I'm like, whatever, it's hipster shoegaze. If you don't like it, just go home, dude. I'm not comfortable working on this project. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, cool. Uh, yeah, I mean, I have a couple projects. Um, a couple? Yeah, a couple projects, but I think Sid has the more interesting one. Acha? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, my project's like currently not too active. I mean, I uh, did the whole hip hop thing with Garibi, the parody hip hop. So that had a good run and it was a lot of fun. But now I think we'll I'll just be doing little silly sketch comedy shit. Like, you know, go back to uh, ba basically showing comedians how it's done. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fuck, yeah. we're such a bunch of prudes, actually. All of us. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. That's only Sid. <laughs> It's only me. I take full responsibility. I have influenced these boys. No. Very bad influence. I have Sid become. is a prude and Vishank has a hipster shoegaze band. <laughs> Wait. I also have a math rock band called Buena Ventura. Record coming out soonish. Achha. Yeah. Uh, please buy my music. I never knew about this. Yeah, it's his band with the... You're such a prude, dude. <laughs> Yeah, so um, the drummer is from Greece and the guitarist is from India. Oh. Yeah. It's a Indo-Greek, cool. anarchist, right. punk rock, math rock, super like 69 flying explosions, post-rock, metalcore, psychedelic dream pop, hip-hop rap stuff, mm. cool. uh, cajones. No ukuleles in there. Just throw some ukuleles ah, in there. Yeah. New, new ukulele. Like that'll, that'll be the finisher. Yeah, so we're going to listen to one of the tracks from the new awesome. Pacifist album. This one's called Pedigreed. Awesome.
Alright, that was Pedigreed by Pacifist, guys. New EP out, Grayscale Dreams. Check it out on Bandcamp. Uh, we got a bunch of questions in the meantime, but we're going to play another Death by Fungi track. And then we'll go ahead with the questions. consists of screaming and banging instruments nothing else and another reason i think would be that that before i don't think before this song was even made any planning was put into it. it's nothing it's i don't see why a two-year-old couldn't make a song like that hi guys for those who are just tuning in live and direct from boxout.fm we're here with pacifist and death by fungi and in the meantime, we got some questions. Uh, Abhinit Grover asks, how do you guys feel like playing in Chandigarh? Prashank will answer this. We haven't done it yet, so I can't answer that. Oh, yeah. It, it'll be fun. <laughs> it'll be cool. Um, it'll be like I'm hoping people show up. Um, if you know anyone in Chandigarh, yeah, please, please let them know that there's a sick hardcore show happening in Chandigarh Absolutely. at an auto repair sick service. S-I-C-K <laughs> yeah, that's, the <laughs> that's the normal spelling dude um, and um, if you want to come and hang out please come Mr. Yes. Grover yes. Uh, it'll be damn cool put you on the guest list no, no, no guest <laughs> no, list we need to break even <laughs> um should I answer the second question? Okay, the second question is, do you know of any bands from Chandigarh? I know I Quit. I used to talk to oh, yeah. the guitarist punk from band I Quit. Yeah, pop punk back band. Back in the, like, 2000. Back in the day. And I know nine, that, ten? I know that Bhanuj's brother had a punk band mm-hmm. that had, like, a really weird name. I think the mm-hmm. word asshole was in it. I see. Yeah, from Chandigarh. There's also, that, uh, there's also that band, That Boy Robbie. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. No, no, they're not Dream Pop. They're, like, a weird sort of, like, <laughs> noisy experimental type thing they're like a trio I saw them in Bombay playing at Rasta they were actually really sick um, yeah that band is actually pretty have you heard them? Oh, they have like, that by Robbie yeah, yeah. yeah they have like cool LPs and stuff also 
they're a cool band mm-hmm. you know anyone else no i think you should ask rana these questions yeah if you go on the reproduce group and you know drop a question like that i think you will get links to like things that you never knew also, existed if you, guys, if you guys know any bands that we should check out from yeah, yeah. please please please, please let us know yep that'd be sick s i c k just karan rana sick artwork on the latest release guys who made that who made the artwork i think i think it's uh, the new dead by fungi artwork as well so yeah. you could we you could just answer both and it, hope yeah. it answers mr just karan rana's question yeah um so the the artwork on dine bomb is done by adub bhat um homie he's our let homie he let us stay at his place Bye. when we were in bangalore um he's the best guy Mm. And tell him about the artwork, dude. Oh yeah, so we should talk about the artwork. Um, yeah, it's um, supposed to be a guy, you know, holding a noose, which is supposed to look like the Bombay local. Um, what is that thing called, dude? The thing hand you hold. Grips. The hand grips. <laughs> um, except it's a noose, yeah. and if you see it, it's kind of like got this anarchist uh, fist vibe. Yeah. Because we're like crushing the noose. We're saying no to death. but then it also says die in bombay so it's it, it might confuse some people yeah um but i don't know i really like it it's got this uh, spanish civil war kind of anarchist propaganda poster art yeah p- vibe to it which is like yeah. what we were talking about um yeah now so the bastard owl oh yeah there's the, the he also did the bastard owl artwork which is on our t-shirt uh you can buy this t-shirt and uh, front my band Yeah. Um yeah. Yeah, I think we've got some t-shirts right now. Oh yeah, we can actually. We actually have some t-shirts, but let's not I don't know. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, if if we were referring to the pacifist artwork, um so we have uh we we also did a piece with Anup Bhat which was for our uh, uh EP launch. uh that was a poster which uh, you know uh, for against the tide but uh, that grayscale dreams ep uh, artwork is basically uh, made by uh, abhit and sanjana from blank found creative so it was basically a bunch of we did a series of photographs that then we you know uh, formatted and like created like the booklet and like the whole uh, you know st- the visual storytelling so so to speak for the record yeah bangalore has like the best artists like all i think yeah, every yeah, like good. yeah everyone who's doing Gaurav like album art works yeah gorav basu like he did for like the dirge album so this asset tot yeah asset tot yeah so i mean there's a lot of great talent in bangalore yeah a lot of good people also bridge dalvi bridge dalvi What's up, Apur? What's up, Bridge? That answers that. <laughs> that answers that. That's that. And that's we're not crossing that bridge. No, no, Bridge is a homie, guys. You should check out his music. He's like a fucking amazing producer. He actually opened for Yoshi Hori Kawa. Oh, yeah, I saw him. Yeah, he's sick, man. You should check him out. Jawala represent. Oh yes. Jawala. Too many crews in this place. Rishabh Chaudhary asked, "Does taking the band on the road work here in the country?" Um, I th- I guess we'll find out, but yeah. I think uh, I think I think it, it I think it will like. It's I mean, for a couple of bands like uh, Gutslit and Godless, and like you know, people who have been really actively doing shows across the country, and I think they've also had like a decent listenership right over the years, so that that helps. 
but like we are in we are in new band so everyone's listening to us for the first time everyone's a new guy in the audience like there's very few people who actually have known our music in the audience but it might be different for them because they've been around for a while but it helps i think it does um yeah taking your band on tour definitely um helps like you'll go to a place and if you're good live it'll blow people's minds and, and they'll they'll support your yeah. band they'll buy your merch they'll listen to your music and that's what makes a band more sustainable it's yeah. not about you know being trendy and kind of being able to hop on some social media trend get some traction that won't work like yeah. you have to go and make music that stuff is very short lived like, yeah. yeah the trendy stuff will die i like, think like taking your band on tour like that's when you really sort of like make connections with your fans and like mm-hmm. touching on what you were saying earlier like it's honestly really important and great to like meet like minded people yeah and you know like connect with people that like sort of like have similar interests and stuff so i mean here we are hanging out with ruhel yeah so and uh, this cool hangout would not have been possible if we didn't take our band on, yeah, on the road we should and a lot of things that happened for us happened because we get, we get out of bombay bombay yeah. is like a, a black hole that sucks out your creative energy and your life force <laughs> and kind of makes you want to hate everything but like yeah. yeah every time we leave bombay we're just like wow people actually have houses and like there's gardens and like every like, time shit. i yeah. i went to hyderabad and i was like whoa this is like utopia right <laughs> dude no it was so nice i was like yeah. wow this place is so nice i went to bangalore i'm like oh, this is so nice and then i got back to bombay and i'm like oh my god yeah Yeah. Bombay stuff. I mean, it's like rewarding in its own way, but like I think getting out of Bombay, and especially like taking your music out of Bombay, is like really important to yeah. whatever your hometown People is. People in Bombay don't really, uh, you know, they're so contained in that small universe just because it's like the media and entertainment capital. Yeah. They don't really see that there's a world beyond it, also, and uh, I mean, that's haven't, like, they haven't discovered the world beyond. You yeah, know, they haven't tried. Like it's important. I mean, like uh, people just want to win the popularity contest in their own city, yeah. but you know, there's there's yeah. like listeners out there. You need to like yeah. go meet them, and there's only so much your Facebook feed is going to reach out to, because uh, it's not going to move yeah, much. Really leave like a lasting impression anyway. Like yeah, yeah. Like people think, oh, you go viral on the internet. That's like. <laughs> going to solve a lot of your problems it it might give you something in the short run but it's it's not you know long lasting it's yeah, not I mean, um, like, even i've had some experience with like uh, you know with with garibi when it got like a lot of uh, people listening to it viewing it i thought like people are getting it yeah and then i realized that like you know we did an entire album of parody songs but there's no there's nobody listening to albums like they know they don't know it for it beyond what that video was and like you know they've not really read the nuances or like you know they don't they don't get what's was being done there yeah. and like you know people think like you know if if you hit like a like he said if you hit like a million views or something that you've made something happen yeah. but it might not necessarily be hold true like especially if you go and play shows in cities yeah but then it also like comes down to like you asking yourself what your objectives are as a musician yeah. or yeah. someone in a band like I know a lot of bands in Bombay are happy to play Habitat and I remember when it was social everyone was like dude I really want to play anti social and they'd like open with a tool cover and really pander to the Bombay audience <laughs> if that's your aim just go Stay do that Bombay, yeah do that at least tool but like at least like us three we're just we're trying to make music and like the you know the how we would like visit old underground bands and stuff that we like 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 listen to the records spin it from time to time like have some connection to it that's like what we want when we know we're not going to become 
billionaires or billionaires or thousandaires thousandaires <laughs> like, so, like selling hardcore records or whatever also I, i don't know like being a musician and like a band and stuff like i think it really helps to just sort of like go out and like even with like writing material like i think it's good to yeah, like see yeah and especially hanging out with your band and like yeah. doing the tours together i think it you sort of like come character. up with stuff yeah character yeah definitely taking an unformed idea into a space and somebody else throws something else yeah, on it and it's absolutely. like completely a monster of its own by yeah. the end right for sure yeah so yeah we're pretty stoked to take the bands out on this tour hopefully it goes well i guess to answer the question we'll find out in like a few days how how well it went Yeah, but, but do you guys feel like the scene is going towards a shift? Because I mean, we have definitely spaces like Box Out for that matter. Yeah. It's our third year in running, and we, <coughs> we we've been into doing podcasts even since Haramko for that matter. Yeah. Tell us about Haramko, <laughs> dude. <laughs> ah, it's good, man. I mean, like uh, it it it's a bit of a struggle at the same time. So it started out easier because I had more free time in life, and I was just doing audio podcasts. um so and meeting people in bombay thankfully is easy people are open to like you know actually doing things like this and it stemmed from my uh, dissatisfaction with how being being in media and working with media uh, for a living and stuff i know how uh, narrow sighted they are and like they don't really see things beyond like their narrow lens you know and there's no real platform for people to like actually put out their music especially if it's heavy music or like non mainstream stuff so the intention was to just do, focus on that and yeah i mean like we started with an audio thing shifted to a video format got some support from people at various points in time like i had access to equipment uh, when like a place to shoot at but then things have not been ever stable on that front because i don't think people see the value in doing something like this um and right now once again i've i'm back to like doing it diy so i'm trying to figure out how we go about it most likely i'm going to uh, you know it's yeah i mean like we we literally collaborate that way on a lot of things even if uh, they are very different in nature like vrishank's uh, you know space uh, the fun house space ends up being a produ- production unit it, and it'll possibly host more podcast episodes in the future so yeah one year down i want to do bigger things like this year maybe like let's see that's the plan are all your releases like independent or are you putting it out on labels so have you Not dealt with labels before uh, just publication our shepherd's flit was put out on apurv's label oh, yeah. inspirus records Apple and inspirus records yeah, yeah he always helps us a lot with distribution and stuff yeah. so you know the point of a label isn't like oh i'm on this label now it's like how much are they going to help you and like in that in like that way we've always like yeah. had like a set way of like how we go about it like how we're going to record how we're going to mix master yeah. then you know put it up on different platforms and stuff yeah. um you know like if hey that wish if you're watching go check out <laughs> my new ep jacob bannon <laughs> <laughs> um and uh, you never know yeah. and um, yeah i mean it would be cool but also like we're totally cool just releasing our own records forever yeah i think that's kind of like where we are at too like yeah. we're happy to just like be independent and because also like like we talked about like we're quite like uh, self-sufficient. yeah self sufficient as a band especially when it comes to like recording and the production process so i think we're good for now and even with my label like um i don't know with time i hope to do like more releases i think the one we did with shepherd we put out this like cassette with yeah. the shepherd dbf split cool. yeah that shit was sick it was fun so we sold out of all of them. yeah we sold out guys so 
sucks. <laughs> sucks for you. Yeah, my band's vocalist did the artwork for that. Right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Right, right, right. That that wolf or like dog creature has yeah. given me nightmares, yeah. dude. Like, it's too good. <laughs> yeah. Like Shout yeah. out to Jignet. Yeah. Hell yeah. Thanks, Jignet. <coughs> uh, yeah, guys. So, yeah. What else is up, man? Oh. Um, how, how much... How much effort has been gone into this, like, how how does the family aspect fit into this band thing, like, like you know, yeah, your families, and because, oh. I mean, us being Indians, you know, it's, yeah, it's, it's always... Yeah, it's a weird thing, like, because, like, it sucks, but, like, if you're an Indian person and, like, your family doesn't sort of, like, support you, like, you don't really get too far, which is, like, fucked, true. it's That's fucked in its true. own right, in its own way. But I guess we're all, like, pretty lucky, lucky to have, like, supportive yeah. parents. And, I mean, it's not, like, it's always been, like, an uphill battle. But, like, no, I think... It's a positive conversation. More yeah, you just got to, like, yeah, you just got to be honest. And, like, yeah. just, like, you know, get, get get your point across, like, what you're trying to do. And I think people will, like, get on board. And I think parents like to take pride in, you know, watching us. Oh, yeah, totally. Hit small milestones. Like, it's... It's very cute. It's not cute. It's good and supportive. It's good parenting. Um, yeah, I mean, like, my dad, like, he, like, whenever he gets, like, videos of DBF Live, he kind of forwards it to all his friends. Exactly. He's like, look, my son, look at yeah. turnout. Very good. But, but, like, um, but, like, uh, you were saying about, like, supportive family and stuff. Like, I've heard about a lot of musicians whose parents were so against it that they had no choice, you know, for their financial and mental stability than to actually quit doing music altogether. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, like, I think it's like, you know, like my mom and my dad don't like get hardcore or whatever, but you know, when I was like 18 years old, they were like cool with me, you know, going to Bangalore and Delhi and, and playing shows and like, that was cool. Like I knew, I know if I went out, like, I'm like, Oh mom, I'm going to Delhi or Bangalore to visit my friends. She'd be like, Whoa, you can't just drop that on me. You're 17, <laughs> Shank slowed out. Like, and so she's been supporting me and my dad. You know, they've been helping out since then. And um, my dad's pretty much letting us use the fun house space and stuff. So it's cool, dude. Uh, Some good parental support. Hey, any new parents watching, be nice to your kids. Be nice to your kids. Let them play music. Buy them nice instruments. Like, guys, please don't buy your kids, like, shitty instruments. Like, (laughs) that literally makes them not want to play their instruments. No No eight-string guitars. And uh, I don't know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think there are enough guitarists already. More yeah, parents like, should buy drum kits. Yeah, just drum buy drum kits. kits. Guys, I know. Yeah, like, I don't know. Parents hate it because it's like super loud. It's like, get over it, guys. Yeah. <laughs> get a MIDI drum, man. I don't know. <laughs> Be resourceful. Yeah. Yeah, parents need to get over it for sure. Actually. Okay, we're closing down in three minutes. Cool. Uh, it's fun. Live yeah, and. Yeah. yeah, live and direct from boxout.fm, yeah. Death by Fungi, Pacifist, yeah. new albums out, Die in Bombay, Grayscale Dreams. Yep. Hell yeah. Thanks so much for having us, guys. Yeah, like, this was, this was really fun, actually. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Ruel. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, Ruel. Any, any parting words, guys? Yeah, I'm sure. Bombay Hardcore. Um, <laughs> thanks. Hard. Thanks. Hard. thanks. Hardcore. Yeah, go bad, for it. Bad, thanks for watching, guys. Um, <laughs> buy a merch. Um, and yeah. thank you for the coffee, Ruhel. Yeah. Prashank is a fiend for coffee, guys. We, we all yeah, it's coffee. it's been a huge problem, like this store. <laughs> yeah. like and shout out to Unbolly for the Delhi gig. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. I mean, we're not doing crack cocaine, so I think, you know, yeah. it's fine. No, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Need some coffee syringes for sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We're going to play another track now.
called reactionary by pacifist thor ford thor ford full power let's do this